Hello, this is Daily Tech, and today I'm sharing some more tech news with you. It's been really interesting, so stick around until the end, and you'll be able to hear it all. Also, if you do, go on to enjoy the tech news that I share with you, and the way I share it, uh, which I think is very enjoyable in my opinion, but there we are. Uh, I need to stop talking like that. So, um, yeah, if you do enjoy it, uh, do click the subscribe button if you're on YouTube, if you're on anything like Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anything like that. But there should be like a follow or heart button. If you click that, you'll also be able to hear the latest tech news by me. Uh, yeah, so all the articles I do talk about will be linked in the description below as well. Uh, if you want to go and read them for yourself, then you can. But anyways, yeah, let's get right into it. So, firstly, uh, by article by T3, and it's a really interesting one if I do say so myself. Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 2 folding phone will have an LG rival uh, that looks light years ahead, uh, which is quite interesting, but maybe with the Fold 3 it won't, I don't know. Bit so far from these concept images, it looks quite good. Uh, so the world of smartphone design is starting to get pretty wild, with manufacturers looking to uh, deviate from the candy bar form factor that we've been seeing for the past like decade and more. Uh, thanks to a new tech like flexible, uh, tech like flexible panels. Oh well, uh, and underscreen cameras. LG, however, is not setting itself apart from the foldable devices that are becoming the new standard with its Project B handset. Uh, it's set to support a rollable display, uh, and following in the footsteps of its uh, uniquely designed swivel smartphone, the LG Wing, which I would say is a very good phone. And so far it looks quite interesting just from these concept issues. I don't know how it folds, if it folds. I don't know. We'll probably find out more. So, LG has been working on a rollable display for quite a while. Uh, we originally heard about it uh, on the Project B smartphone uh, last November. Uh, it's like a year ago. Uh, if it's an extendable screen, as opposed to a flexible folded, foldable display like the Galaxy Z Fold 2 or Galaxy Z Flip. And even like the Motorola Razr and stuff like that. Uh, so let's go digital reports that the company has been awarded a patent for a device with a retract retractable display. So at first glance the handset looks like a standard uh, smartphone. But a frame can be pulled out, interesting, can be pulled out uh, both to the left and right. Uh, to double the screen real estate, obviously kind of giving you a phone to tablet kind of thing. And I think this could be a good uh, way to do a foldable phone kind of, it's not foldable, rollable phone kind of. Uh, so this is achieved thanks to an inner flexible frame uh, that slides out of the device's metal housing. And to be fair, I think it's a really good, I mean, just to pull the phone out, I think would work quite well. I mean, you're like getting more screen, it's like a tablet, and I think it would work quite well. I think, depending on the way they do it, I think that would work really well. The design uh, has some advantages over other foldable phones in the market right now. Uh, one of the biggest being the absence of a hinge or crease. Uh, which obviously, the reliability of these hinges right now aren't exactly um, known, and I think getting rid of the hinge would be good. Also, no crease, obviously quite nice. Uh, what's more, uh, the, roll uh, the rollable can now adapt to how the smartphone is being used in much the same way as the LG Wing. In landscape mode, for example, expanding the screen while playing a video or streaming uh, music would reveal the controls uh, so your re re viewing remains uninterrupted. Uh, there's also the option of multitasking with the split screen mode. So I think this is a really good concept and if the software works well with it, I think this will be really good. Obviously, you can always make a nice product. But the software has to work well with it. As so LG is reportedly skipping straight over the affordable trend, and now is looking to launch its rollable smartphone in March 2021, so we might not even have long to wait. And I think LG are really 
uh, changing the smartphone uh, design thing. When we saw the, um, what was it, the wing, uh, which obviously I think was really good, and I think the concept, well not the concept, the form factor I think is quite good. Uh, and with this, uh, same thing, I think this would be really good. And the fact that we're seeing it like maybe in a few months is kind of crazy. So yeah. Next article by PC Gamer. Uh, so, Facebook pauses Oculus Quest to Elite Strap orders following reports of snapping. Uh, so you might want to stick with the standard Quest 2 strap for now. I Wait, did I say it stopped selling them? Yeah, pauses orders. So yeah, that's interesting. So Facebook is reportedly cancelling orders for its Oculus Quest 2 Elite Strap uh, following reports that a very small percentage of the of the more form-fitting premium strap are not living up to quality standards, which obviously they do not want. According to emails received by Upload VR, Facebook has been uh, contacting some customers with outstanding Elite Strap orders and cancelling them due to customer quality reports. It also confirms that it has put another temporary pause on shipping in uh, inventory uh, while it investigates. And those customers who uh, are then able to cancel an order uh, if they wish so. Uh, they said, uh, we are investigating some customer quality reports, and while we believe uh, this is affecting a very small percentage of Elite Strap accessories, it's important uh, to us that we are always providing the customer, our customers with the highest quality experience possible for our products, uh, said Facebook. Uh, so we've temporarily paused on the shipping inventory uh, from our distributor centres while we look into this. So this comes after emerging reports of customers with elite straps are complaining about uh, the strap snapped in two after a short period of time, which obviously you don't want. If you're going to be using this, this is more of a console, you could be using this a lot. You don't want it to break, you wouldn't want it to break anyway, so it's good to see that Facebook and Oculus are doing something about this. So customers facing the issue are told to contact Oculus for a full refund or replacement uh, until, of course, would recommend the refund until the strap has been resolved. But yeah, so the Quest uh, 2 comes with an included material strap, although the Elite strap is available for $49 uh, dollar upgrade uh, for a more comfortable fit. There's also the $129 Elite strap, which includes a fitted battery pack and a carry case. I think the normal um, strap is good enough for most people, but yeah, I guess if you want, um, obviously the battery and travel case you'll have to get that but I think that's obviously a good upgrade over the uh, fabric trap but for now just stick with the fabric uh, strap until um, obviously they fixed it. Uh, next up by uh, Belfast Telegram, uh, Telegraph even, uh, so this one isn't uh, so great. Uh, Huawei chief uh, Joe Kelly with Northern, I uh, Northern Island links uh, dies in China. Uh, so University of Ulster uh, Alumni, I can't say things like this. Anything to do with names, I very much cannot say. Uh, who was vice president uh, of corporate communications at Tech Giant Huawei, has passed away in China. So Joe Kelly, uh, who was 55, was originally uh, from Dongao uh, and worked with Huawei's um, no, Don, Dongao, uh, headquarters in Shenzhen, uh, uh, where he lived with his Northern Ireland wife, uh, Una. So yeah, and two sons. So Mr. Kelly worked as a journalist before moving into public relations and communications, uh, working with telecoms and tech companies that included BT and uh, Aero, Xro, Aero, 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 I don't know how, Xro, I've heard of that, I don't know, I probably have, but there we are. 
Uh, he graduated a finance degree from the University of Ulster in 1992 before studying media and communications in London. Uh, his death was reported yesterday by the Irish Independent. Eric spoke to him uh, last year about uh, his role within the company and life in China. Uh, Howie spokesman uh, said he'll be great, will be greatly missed. So yeah, uh, that is quite unfortunate. So a bit, yeah. Also, I don't know what else to say to be honest. Yeah, moving on. Uh, article by Express. Uh, Google reveals hackers are now exploiting a Windows 10 floor uh, to target Chrome users right now. And that my Google device just activated. How fun was that? So I have a Google Chrome Mini that was activated. What even say? Oh, I probably said yeah. I said Google. Yeah, I should really turn that off while I'm recording, shouldn't I? Yeah. I won't. I can stay on right now. Let's just try not to activate. I even. I need to turn down the sensitivity of that to be fair. Right. Okay. Google Chrome users have been put on alert about Windows 10 uh, vulnerability. Uh, which leaves uh, them open to hackers. Uh, members of Google's Project Zero research team discovered the threat which sees attackers managing to escape a Chrome sandbox from malware on the Windows 10 machines. Uh, for those who haven't heard this link before, a Chrome sandbox is essentially a security mechanism uh, that is used to run an application in a restricted environment. Uh, so explaining how sandboxes work, uh, so Google previously said if an attacker is able to exploit the browser, in a way that lets um, him run arbitrary coding machine, the sandbox would help prevent this code from causing damage to the system. Uh, the sandbox would also help prevent. Uh, so this can help. Um, well, this can. Uh, so it can read your files uh, and any information on your system, which obviously isn't good. Uh, so in a post online, they outlined the details of the CVE 2020-17087 vulnerability, which they said is actively being exploited by hackers right now. Uh, and they have evidence the bug has been used in a while, so obviously do be careful. Uh, in a later post, uh, another Project Zero research member said the issue is expected to be patched on November the 10th, so, so a week from now. While another said this is targeted exploitation and is not uh, related to any US election uh, rated targeting. Uh, the zero day vulnerability affects both Windows 7 and Windows 10 machines. And like double safe, Mac and Firefox. So yeah, so Microsoft's uh, spokesperson also added that this is the latest attack. Uh, it's limited in nature and there's no proof it's a widespread issue. But do be on uh, the lookout. Because obviously you do not want that happening to you. Does not sound very fun. But yeah. Uh, next article is also by Express. Uh, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X warning. Uh, gamers face frustrating issue and Sony and Microsoft can't fix it. Uh, so it's just a few days until the PS5 and Xbox Series X will finally go on sale. Actually, uh, it's console promising more power, faster load times, and improved graphics. I mean, we all know that all around um, like, amazing. And they're all live in UK stores from November the 19th. Uh, with the Xbox, uh, PlayStation 5 will be on November the 19th, the Xbox Series X on uh, November the 10th. So it's an exciting month for gamers. Uh, so these next-gen consoles are capable of playing much more powerful games. Stuff like that. Uh, so some, uh, so both Sony and Microsoft are also selling new consoles that don't include a CD drive, meaning whole games will be uh, need to be downloaded by the web. Uh, some early estimates suggest that many titles will be over 50 gigabytes, which could put a huge strain on homes with poor web connection. Obviously, 50 gigabytes is quite a lot. 
As an example, the UK uh, average speed is currently around 60 uh, megabits per second. Is it megabytes or megabits? Uh, no, it's probably megabytes. Yeah, megabytes. Um, so, I mean, I get more like 100. And then again, I'm quite far away from the um, router. So, I have quite a good internet. But for me, it would be quite a bit less. But that would take over two hours to download a 50 gigabyte game, which is crazy. And many broadband suppliers such as TalkTalk offer cheap entry level speeds if you're unlucky enough to have the basic 11 megabit, uh, megabytes per second uh, connection, then expect to be waiting for over 10 hours. Whew, you should probably upgrade that. Of course, if you're prepared to pay a premium and have access in your street, uh, you will find firms such as BT and Virgin offering 1 gigabit per second downloads, which would uh, beam the same game uh, to your console in around 7 minutes. So getting a good connection is clearly going to be vital for the PS5 and Xbox Series X owners. I mean, it's not going to matter so much. I mean, you kind of want a decent internet connection anyway, if you can, especially if playing online games, which a lot of these are. But obviously, um, once you do wait the quite few hours, it would be fine. But still. Uh, Zen Internet says that 33% of gamers are spending uh, nearly 40 hours a year waiting for weekly game updates to download, uh, which is obviously quite a lot. Uh, and nearly 4 in 10 said poor internet performance is likely to affect their purchasing decisions for the new consoles. So do be aware if you're getting one, you might have to wait a while to download things uh, if you have a poor internet connection. Uh, some more. Um, no, we haven't talked about Motorola. Oh, I was going to say some more, but it was LG. Oh, well. uh, so this could be our first look at the Motorola uh, Moto G10 Play, uh, which will be the next generation Play version of the G series. I believe. So the Moto G lineup from Motorola has been a massive success ever since it was launched in 2013, uh, while the company was still in Google's hands. Uh, even after Motorola was sold off to a Lenovo, though, uh, the overall DNA from the series did not change uh, that much over the years. I mean, to be fair, they kind of, the motors do kind of look similar still. So yeah, uh, the device mentioned uh, as the successor to the G9 Play, so no final name is decided, but we can probably guess the G10. Uh, uh, it will feature a very similar design uh, to what we've seen with the Redmi Note 9 series and has a square camera setup uh, in the back centred uh, over the Motorola logo. The camera setup itself is a triple camera setup, though we have no information about the cameras themselves. Though the few specs that we do uh, think we know, there's a 6.5 inch display, 6.5 inch display with a whole bunch of camera cutout uh, set to the, to the left corner. Uh, the screen uh, also has a sizable chin. Although you wouldn't uh, expect anything different from the um, price of this phone, which obviously would be quite cheap. The fingerprint sensor uh, on the Moto G10 Play has been moved to the power button instead of the back, which I think is a very good movement. Uh, I think that's definitely good. It'll have a 3.5mm uh, headphone jack, which is weird. <laughs> you pay more, you get less with these premium phones. Well, I mean, you get more, obviously, but like, you're missing out on a headphone jack and people still use that. Uh, so the device has already been FCC certified and also received the TUV uh, Ryland certification uh, and that revealed that the phone will sport a 4850mAh battery which is obviously quite a lot for the mid-range budget specs because obviously the processor in here probably won't be too power hungry and neither will the rest of it so quite good uh, next up I did leave in a comment on the uh, previous episode where I talked about the RTX 3060 Ti uh, launch date uh, that has been moved, uh, but we'll talk about it fully now. Uh, so, NVIDIA RTX uh, 3060 Ti mid range GPU is now believed to be launched on the December the 2nd. 
which is obviously uh, like a month after. Either they've delayed it themselves or the rumours have just changed. I assume the rumours have just changed. So apparently the previous rumours saying that the RTX 3060 Ti is expected to launch in mid-November are not true. And the Chinese site uh, Express View uh, now claims the actual launch date is December the 2nd. I have a feeling this will change again. Uh, this card is expected to cost uh, 400 US dollars and should be a bit faster than uh, the RTX 2080 Super. Uh, a non-TI version may also be launched later, depending on what AMD uh, brings to the table and it kind of then what NVIDIA uh, will do. So, of course, we were thinking it would hit the market around November the 17th, uh, when AMD is planning to push out the RX 6800 and 6900, 6900 cards. Um, apparently that date uh, and GPU model itself were never confirmed by NVIDIA, and the actual release date of the RTX 560 Ti cards are now believed to be December the 2nd, according to the Chinese site. So, of course, already talked about kind of the power of this like a few times now, so I won't go over that, but yeah. Uh, launch date has been moved. And finally, an uh, article from Macworld. Oh, I didn't see who these were by. First of all, so this one was, uh, so the uh, Motorola one, it was by XDA Developers. Next one was by Notebook Check, the one we just read. And this one, uh, finally by Macworld. Uh, Bloomberg, three new uh, Macs uh, with Apple Silicon coming next week. So Apple's event is going to be on the 10th of November, that has been confirmed. Uh, Apple will hold its third virtual event of 2020. Uh, well, I thought it was the fourth. Hmm. No, it was. It is the fourth because we had WWDC. Then we had uh, where we go. Oh, no, no, it is the fourth. It's the fourth. Um, and now we're expecting some Apple homemade processors in the Mac. So Bloomberg's Mark Gurman and Debbie uh, Ruin are reporting that Apple's uh, suppliers are starting a production of. No less than three new models, which is obviously quite a bit. Uh, so these are the MacBook Air, which was expected, um, 13 inch MacBook Pro and a 16 inch MacBook Pro. It's a shame we're not going to be getting a 12 inch version yet, but I think the 12 inch with Apple Silicon would be quite good. Uh, the latter may be what's somewhat surprising, like the 16 inch MacBook Pro, despite uh, given it's the most powerful model and in addition to the Intel processor, relies on powerful graphics from AMD. But maybe Apple have done so, but I don't think this is, I think it might not be that, I think it might be like, something else. Uh, Bloomberg is almost certain that the two smaller models uh, will be shown at the event, while a 16 inch is more uncertain. The larger model may not have progressed as far in production as the other two, and Apple does not want to launch a product too long before it can go on sale. I mean, they don't have to do another air power. So, previous rumours talked about a new 14 inch MacBook Pro, but this year isn't about a new design. Uh, the new redesigned MacBook Pro isn't expected until next year. People say, well, why wouldn't they uh, change it when they're putting in a new chip? Well, that'll be because uh, when back when it switched to Intel, uh, they kept the same design for the iMac uh, and just put in the processor. Obviously, changed from other ones in internals, but they kept the design. And I assume they'll be doing this again. Bloomberg also writes that Apple is working on a new Mac Pro. It's about half the size of today's model, but there's no information when that will be released. But probably a few years from now. I think they wanted all Macs replaced within like three years. So probably about three years, and seems that'll probably be the last one. Obviously, mainly because they've just released their current, well, I say just released, their current Mac Pro is quite new, so they wouldn't want to um, push it out too soon. But yeah, as I do hope you enjoyed all the tech news, if you did watch all the way through, um, it should have been quite interesting to comment down below uh, anything you think to all the tech news, or 
probably respond, assuming that I see it, which tends to happen a lot. I tend to see it, but not always. But yeah, um, have a good day.